And any weather at the moment, you're seeing Claremont with a green indeed. They are top of the ladder by game. A great win over Subiaco last week at home. They head to Fremantle Oval, which notoriously has been a difficult place for the Tigers to win. There's been some tough finals down there for Claremont over the last few years. This game, however, is one they're expected to win, and it's a significant game as part of NADOC Round. Anthony Tracy is with us, one of the star Indigenous players at the competition, to chat ahead of NADOC Round here on Sports Breakfast. Anthony, good morning. Hey, good morning. Thanks very much for your time, Anthony, and nice to speak to you. Um, you've been welcomed back with open arms, I'm sure, to Claremont this year. How good has it been to be back and playing your part in a team that's top of the ladder? Um, yeah, yeah, it's good to be back at Claremont. Um, yeah, you know, boys always good with welcoming me back. And, yeah, it's good to, you know, come into a side that's, you know, already one of the better sides in the competition and then obviously have some success up until now. We always coming back, Anthony. I mean, I know there's the lure of home and and um, and, and playing football back up in in Broome, Cable Beach, where you're from. But were you always coming back to yep. to Claremont this year? Um, I was kind of fifty fifty last season. I was playing, you know, playing footy up in Broome, and it was on my mind. You know, I was thinking about whether I should come back to, down to Perth and have another crack and try you know, try push for a premiership with the Claremont boys, or just stick it out playing local footy at home. But um. Yeah, after I spent the off-season playing footy in the NTFL, you know, it was in good shape and in good form. So I thought I'd make the move back and join join up with the boys again. Who did you play for up in the NTFL? Because the Dry Bolton played a bit up there. Who did you play for up in the uh, the NT? Yeah, yeah, I was playing for Palmerston Magpies. Um, so I played against Bolt a couple games. So it's good. Yeah, it's good to see him up there. And yeah, told me to come back and join the boys. So. Thought I'd come back. Was it was it Jai or was it Ash Prescott or was it a, just maybe it was group pressure? Was it just all the guys hoping to get you back to the club? Um, Who was it that got you over the line? Um, no, I wouldn't say there was any one person. You know, I stay in touch with all the boys. Um, you know, Kepler, I stay in touch with him pretty much all last year. So kind of just kept him updated with my movements, and he was always there. You know, telling me that welcome me back if I wanted to make the move back. So. Um, it was kind of my decision in the end. I decided that I was still young enough and fit enough to still run around in the waffle, so I decided to come back. And you're playing your part in a team that's won nine of their 11 games. You're hitting the scoreboard, kicked a couple against Subi, four goals a week before against the Eagles. I know it's not all about goals yeah. for you, Anthony, but um, how do you rate your yeah. form throughout this season so far? Yeah, I reckon it's been good. Um, yeah, I've been in good form, you know. I don't kick a whole lot of goals, but, you know, over the last couple of weeks, I've managed to hit the scoreboard pretty good. So, um, yeah, I've, I've been feeling good. You know, I haven't had any injuries or niggles so far this season, and um, body's feeling really good, so been in good form. What about the belief, Anthony, within the group? You've had some stirring comeback wins across the year. You've run teams down after giving up big margins. What does that do for belief as the season goes on? <laughs> Yeah, we have a lot of late wins. Um, it's good, you know, like we don't want to be, you know, ca- playing catch up against the good teams every time, but it's good to see that, you know, the Tigers, we have that fight to not just give up when we're down by a fair bit. So we have that fight to come back and still win games, even if it's just by a few points. It's, you know, it's good to see that the boys have it in them. Is it a reflection of your fitness as well, the work that you did over the summer to, to get yourselves fit and, and able to run games out like this? Yeah, for sure. Like we had, yeah, big pre-season just like every other club. But, yeah, you know, the Claremont boys put in a lot of hard work and 
it's good, you know, just to see them get the reward for it during the season. Anthony, I think there's six senior players, Indigenous players within the, the Claremont Football Club, of which you were one. The, the NADOC Guernsey, it's fantastic. We saw you wear it last week at home against Subiaco. Can you just tell us a little yeah. bit about the significance of the jumper and what it means to wear it for you? Yeah, it was, yeah, so our Indigenous jumper was designed by Rory Charles, Derby boy. Um, so not too far from Broome, but um, yeah, it's always good. You know, it's a really special thing. To be able to represent, you know, Indigenous culture and be able to see it, you know, in a design on a jumper and run around and play footy, it obviously means a lot to us Indigenous boys. So it's always, you know, makes us really proud to be able to wear it and represent the footy club and our culture. Anthony Tracy, the voice you're hearing here on Sport FM. Uh, Clement Ford, back at the Tigers this year and uh, a, a proud Indigenous man ahead of NADOC round uh, this weekend against South Mantle. How special was the trip to Broome to play in front of family and friends only a few weeks ago? Anthony, how special was that for you? Yeah, it was really special. Um, you know, really special moment to be able to go up there, you know, with all the Claremont boys and, you know, to show them around my hometown and be there being able to play footy for the Tigers in front of the family was really good. Never forget your first game, Anthony. We called it. You kicked a, a brilliant goal in your first quarter as a Waffle League football, and we thought, this guy's got something that's a, a little bit special. You were you recruited by the Eagles, and I know that time was pretty challenging because COVID happened and you weren't able to play uh, Waffle State football during that time because of the rules of COVID yeah. in that year. How do you reflect on your time with the Eagles and, I guess, the disappointment of not playing, but the, the joy of being drafted and in an AFL system? Yeah, it was still a really good experience overall. You know, the yeah, obviously COVID and everything um, was, you know, kind of ruined it a little bit. But overall, it was still a really good experience to be able to just spend the year on the AFL list with all the West Coast boys and just to be able to, you know, see what it's like, um, experience life as an AFL f- footballer. So, um, yeah, overall, like, I still enjoyed it. It was a good experience. The Claremont Football Club's had a proud Indigenous player history, I think for a lot of people, Claremont fans, you probably bump into them, they'll, they'll talk to you through the Cracker Brothers, Jimmy and Phil, and what they did for the Tigers many, many years ago, but a great Indigenous relationship with the, the Claremont Football Club and, and the region that you're from up there in the Kimberley. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, like there's been a lot of, you know, gun Indigenous footy players that have played for Claremont, and especially from up in the Kimberleys and Broome. Um, so yeah, you know, so it's just good to be able to be here and representing pretty much all the past players as well. It's such a it's such a long way away and it's so far removed from the lifestyle of the Perth metropolitan area, what you have back home. Does it make it easier to come to a club like Claremont when they do put your arms around you and put so much time in you as a person, not just as a footballer? Yeah, for sure. You know, obviously, Kimberley being Claremont's zone and the amount of Indigenous boys that have played for Claremont that have come from the Kimberley, so I do feel like Claremont kind of have that better understanding of, for us in Kimberley boys and the support is there so it just makes it that much easier being able to you know focus on playing footy having that support behind you. Important game this one uh, and not just because it's NATO crown and you're wearing a pretty important jumper Anthony but you're still top of the the table by game now and you're looking to maintain that advantage and South has been a tough team to beat down at Fremantle Oval I'm sure you're aware of the challenge that lies ahead. Yeah, we're not, you know, we're not going into this game worried about the ladder position. It doesn't really mean anything. We know how good South Fremantle are in Fremantle. Like, I've played in some tough games against them, and they're really hard to beat on that oval. So, um, yeah, we're, we're not worried about the ladder position. It doesn't really mean anything going into this game. We know South are going to be good. So, 
just got to stick to our guns and try to win the game. We wish you well in those endeavours. Anthony, thanks for your time this morning. Uh, nice to chat to you and uh, good luck as you take to the field yeah. tomorrow against the Bulldogs. No worries. Thanks for having me. Anthony Tracy with us this morning from the Claremont Football Club. A former West Coast Eagle spent time on their list and certainly been a, an exciting player back at Claremont this year. He's had a bit of a stop-start career with the Tigers, but every time he's been there, success has seemed to follow.